it's not that I don't think Channing Tatum would make a serviceable gambit. I think he would. I think he would be fine. It's just that I unfortunately have to side with Andy on this one because Why? Channing Tatum to me, because Channing Tatum to me is a comedic actor. He's a goofball. I don't want him wasting his time, wasting his efforts, and most importantly, <laughs> wasting his good looks in an X-Men movie when he should be doing 23 Jump Street. That's What's up, everybody? Yeah. Welcome. That's, What's up? That's not. I can't argue. Well, with you, you, paused, you paused just long enough where I was like, "Are we? Are we talking now? Or is he going to go to the intro? I want to give him his space, but no. do the intro and let's talk more about this shit." What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Scarpino. Alongside, it's almost Christmas in December. Joey Noel. I have this weird curl sticking out of my hair, and it made me look like I had like it's, I don't like. It's a cool look, there. Joe. It's it's unique. Put it. Put it's pumping. Pumping. Yeah. Put it back. The other day, the other day, D was doing her hair. She's like, "I got a bump at the back of my hair," and I was like, "What do, you, what do we? What do we do about this? <laughs> and what do, you what want, do we do about this?" But, uh, the, right there, Nick, I would have done the quote that my boss would. Well, not my boss, my coworker at my first studio would always tell me. He'd always go in this exact voice whenever I would bitch to him about anything random. And what do you want me to do about that? Because <laughs> it's from The Shining. <laughs> it's from The Shining. Is what Jack Nicholson tells whatever her face whenever she's mad about something. And what do you want me to do about that? <laughs> and I, I always just that. think about that. That voice, of course, you're hearing, ladies and gentlemen, is the Hispanic heartthrob, Texas treat, Latino heat, clicking heads and ripping them to shreds, the globetrotting, headshotting nitro rifle from Twitch.tv, Mr. Andy Cortez. Andy's running the ones and twos today. Round of applause for Andy, everyone. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, everybody. And coming straight, I'm, you know, honestly, Tim, I failed you because I've been trying to think of a funny thing to say about this bright yellow jacket you're wearing uh. for the past five seconds, but I've been too busy talking and my brain can't do both things at once. I get it. Can we brainstorm this for a hot second, Andy? Do we feel like Tim just got off a lunar module? Like, where, how do we feel like maybe a NASCAR pit crew? In this I jacket? really feel like he's like on the better. red carpet for the Nickelodeon Choi- Teen Choice like Awards. Kid, not even like Teen <laughs> Choice, Choice Awards. Award. Oh my God, dude. I would love that. That is the goal in my life. Because it's like they're invited. Yeah, because Tim, Do they, don't dress up, they don't dress up fancy there. They just look cool. They look rocking and hip Thank on the you, on the red carpet, you. you know? Or on the orange carpet, like- rather, the slime. Oh, green. Mm. Whichever one. Mm. <laughs> Who knows what color it is? A lot of them look like their moms just dropped them off there. And that's. <laughs> that's kind yeah, Hey, I'm totally down for that. No, thing, Nick, this is my cyberpunk. Bomber jacket. It's oh shit! Reversible. Does it? Ha- oh, that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, I'm wearing it because I spent a an hour today uh, organizing my Pokemon cards because that's part of my <laughs> life now. And as you can see back there, you know, a little bit. You got some of the the boxes, and you got a little Pikachu there. And I was mm-hmm. like, you know what? I'm trying to look like my boy, the Chew. The, oh, the Chew. Oh, I, the thought, Chew. I thought I thought you were trying to look like the what's the main character's name in most of them? Ash. 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 Yeah, he's got a white jacket though, right? White and red. Some would argue it'd be, it's Blue. Brock is the main character. Don't. There's feel a lot bad. of arguments to be made. Mm-hmm. But okay. Pikachu is the, is the main, regardless. Of course, uh, Tim. Don't feel bad about that guy. I spent a solid 15 minutes today trying to figure out which nuts to buy in a Walgreens. You and your damn nuts, Nick. Like we need to talk about this because what was this the debate between? Well, I, here's the thing. I'm just happy that Kevin's not here today for a couple of reasons, but the main reason <laughs> is that we, we talked about nuts uh, a little bit on the last podcast and he just went off and it was one of those times where Kev like was not listening to anyone else talk. He no. was just talking himself about nuts. It's and when he asks he the question so and everyone answers the question and then he doesn't hear the answers to the question because he's too busy just thinking about going. the answer to the question. That's what but, it's a Kevin special. But my favorite thing about it, and this was my tweet for the previous podcast was a quote from him, which was macadamia. 
What a word. What a long word. And it's like, that's a lot of word. That's what he said. That's a lot of word. And it's like, yes, it is a lot of word. But also, like, why did you stutter saying macadamia? Like, it's It's a lot of A's. That long. Okay, Kevin has a lot of problems. I don't know that he ever got the word right either. Yeah. You know what? Here's the thing. Here's the thing with Kevin. I like, I can't, I can't. Here's the thing with Kevin. I can't do the. Look, English was my second language. That's not an excuse anymore, Kevin. I'm sorry, dude. Like, you you are a scholar. You are going to be a fucking marine scholar. biologist or whatever it is. Like, a lot of it is just speech impediment. And that's fine. I have speech impediments. We all have our quirks with the way that we speak. Like, a lot of times, Kevin, just like me, will forget words or not like me, just horribly mispronounce them. And yeah. And it's not really a thing of, like, Oh, he was speaking Spanish until he was 17 and he just started learning English. It's more of a like, no, I just don't know if Kevin ever chose to pronounce the word correctly. I don't think it's a priority for Kevin. I don't think it's a priority. He has a message he wants to get to and how he gets there doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think I could disagree with either yeah. of you more for different yeah. reasons. Oh, yeah. uh, really? Andy, specifically because, like, I grew up with Kevin, so I know his family. I grew up with his family, and I know how complicated that whole thing was. And I know that, like, Kevin definitely was bilingual from the time he was, like, little. I mean, he was – English was his second language up until he was, like, five. And then after that, it just, you know, we are where we are now. But uh, the other side of it with Joey is it's not that he ever knows what he's trying to say. Like, I don't believe that. You're like, wrong. I need yeah. I need to put my foot down there. He has something in his head. Something's coming out of his mouth. They don't always align. And the, I think this is where the frustration with Kevin really comes in is in his mind, he is speaking English. There is still some Spanish in there. But what's really going on is he thinks that we heard what's in his head, but yep. we haven't. Yeah. Oh. No matter what it is. My favorite thing that he does, and I'm guilty of this too, is he'll start talking and then he'll get surprised that he's the one talking and then he'll get scared. And I think it's the fear <laughs> that causes him. Cause you know what I mean? Cause there's always that moment where you realize that other people are like, there's thousands potentially of people listening to you. And you're like, you almost start to feel like you're out on a wire, like that, like a tight rope walker. Like I see, I just did it right there. And then you get nervous and then you start, your brain starts stumbling because you're like, people are listening to me and I'm meandering right now. And I didn't really have a point when I jumped out on this ledge, and now I'm not quite sure how I'm going to get off this ledge. So I, I sympathize with him on that one. Um, Andy, I do want to say that it's, it's a pleasure to have you back on the podcast. Your presence was sorely missed last week, um, and we had nothing but praise. We just sung your praise the entire uh, episode of the podcast. So everyone should definitely check that out because uh, we did a great topic last week on the podcast about what uh, we would steal from Andy. Now, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to be – I'm going to be honest about it. It's Andy. I, I need to let you know you are running the show today because we're out of people running shows because we're low on people because snakes and all that stuff. You already know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I can tell you, we talked no more or no less shit than we just did about Kevin, who's not on the show today, about you last week. In that whole time, <laughs> you were a I mean, so, you were like, a topic of conversation for forty five minutes. Huh. I think For there sure. was it was a higher volume, but the equal equal amount of shit talk. of shit talking. Yeah. Got so it. a lot of people, we did a podcast topic last week's, uh, which was, uh, was uh, given to us by the Patreon people over there. Hey, we love you very much. Thanks guys for filling out those forms. Uh, that was what would what hidden talent would you steal from other people? And of course, Andy. It turns out, I don't know why, but it turns out you're the only person that has talent. <laughs> 
at this company. <laughs> so we just decided to talk about the things we would take from you. And a lot of it was singing your praises. I'm like, oh, it's so awesome that Andy has art skills. Um, one of the things that I said, though, uh, that I think you'll agree with, Andy, is that I don't want your art skills. Mostly because I don't want those late night slacks from Tim. Oh, I mean, you know? those don't ha- really happen at all anymore. Which I is... think you're lying to me. I think you're lying through your teeth. No, they right don't. They d- I mean, well, like, you know, kind of funny day is cl- getting close and I fear. I'm, fe- I'm fe- in fear of it. <laughs> it's delayed <laughs> this year. It's delayed. Oh, that's right. That's right. By a while. So we'll see. Who knows? But oh, it's we just do. the conditioned fear of December. Exactly, like, yeah. what's Tim's going to ask me for on vacation? Exactly. It's just all anxiety. It's going to be a lot, Andy. It's going to be more. I'm letting you know right now, leading into the new studio, oh, like, I'm going to ask for more than I've ever asked from anybody oh, no. on this team. It's happening. We're going Wait, so Wait, from all of us or just Andy? Everyone. Every oh. single person. I'm going to. I thought it was just Andy. I, I'm going. I'm going to make sure everyone's talents are used to their utmost. And if they don't have talents, I'm going to figure that out and force them to, to get on the, the same level as others. This means so many color-coded spreadsheets I can tell oh joey you were about to spreadsheet <laughs> joey you are gonna be in hell mm-hmm. oh i see oh. i got it oh exhale exhale wow. i want to i want to wow. tell tim a that story the... that happened the other day oh, on stream um when we were playing forza horizon mm-hmm. and it was just one of those one of those nick moments that i will never forget <laughs> jesus um what did i do Oh we, God! We are, are play, we are playing. Like a, Justin Bieber. We thing? are playing in a game. <laughs> Don't tell me. And what. somebody's <laughs> name is like watermelon something. So immediately I go watermelon sugar high, and then I tell a story about a TikTok that I saw, and it's yeah. a TikTok. So I zone out at this point because I'm like, great, Andy's talking about TikTok. It's again. a TikTok that I sent to quite a bit of people, um, and it's it, it is um, what I mean. Gosh, I remember Harry Styles. It is Harry Styles, oh. a singer at a concert, and. He recognize he sees a girl in the right in the front row, mm-hmm. and he figures out somehow that it's not really her birthday, even though she it's said it was. She's like a sign or something, right? She has a sign with her, something about it's my birthday. She wants to get like a little selfie with him, and then he kind of figures out that she's lying. He's like, "When's your birthday? It's not your birthday's in. It's in June. In June, like, and obviously they're far away from June, so like it becomes a big funny thing. And then it seems like maybe a year later. The, uh, the same concert is happening at a different venue, maybe the same venue, but the same woman is there. He's on tour right now. People yeah, the, travel along with him, you know? Yeah, the mm. same woman is there, like, at a different area, but, like, still in the front row with a sign, and he recognizes her and goes, no, 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 you tricked me last time. Your birthday's in June. I remember <laughs> you. Are you trying to trick me again? And it becomes That's, a big thing, and everybody's laughing, and it's a really, really funny... styling on Cap. It's a funny it. video, and it was... It, it just showed that, like, it, what a personable dude. Like, it's it's really cute. It's a very cute video. So I tell that story, and it lasts no longer than what I just told right now. Long. And then we continue to play for, like, a couple minutes, and then Nick goes... Watermelon sugar. You ever heard that song by Justin Bieber? (laughs) And I said, it's not Justin Bieber. And he goes, and he laughs and he goes, well, why the fuck is that song in my head anyway? And I said, Nick, because I sang it about 30 fucking seconds ago. (laughs) That's why. You know, hold on. But Nick, no. Yeah. No, 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 no. You don't get to talk yet. You don't get to talk. I don't know what it says about me that if this was Kevin. My blood would be boiling. But because it's Nick, I can't even explain what my blood's doing. It is something. It's a visceral feeling inside of me that like, oh, that is such a Nick thing. Like I could have called that. That is ridiculous. 
but it, there is a joy to it. There is some <laughs> level of levity to that. 1000% but- Tim. It was just so funny for him to yeah. go, for him to sing it and then go, why is that song on my head? <laughs> because I just it's sang it and impressive. then just told a story about it. In oh, my defense. Styles, not Justin Bieber. <laughs> In my defense, I was playing through the first 45 minutes of Forza, which is a tutorial, and that game is not well laid out, and you, it does not tell you what you're supposed to do. So I was mostly focusing on that. But I also was not paying attention to Andy at all. <laughs> it was just so there is that such a great moment. I I man, it was I laughed a so hard. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was such a senior moment. That is it's the not perfect a thing great to call it, Your Honor. It's basically like going into a trial and being like temporary insanity. That's how much I know I'm going to get convicted on that one. God, and you know what's sad, dude? Is like. Mike comes off as this nice guy, but man, when you screw up in front of him, he laughs at you so hard yeah. and it hurts. It really does. Oh, yeah. He goes for the throat. He goes for the oh. throat. 1000% Nick. <laughs> like when Mike calls you a jabroni, it can either be a term of endearment or the biggest, like the deepest cut humanly possible. Oh, yeah. Mike uh, or Nick, when I took a different strategy in Mario Party and I chose to go to, I chose to switch with a random player and I switched with him. And it worked out perfectly in my favor. And Mike continues to go, you switch with me? What the fuck is this guy thinking? What the fuck are you thinking right now? And I'm just like, I want to fucking uppercut you so hard. This completely helped me out anyway and in some random way. And you were just going to try to get chat to make fun of me. That's all you're doing right now. It is the evil that came out. And then he and then all y'all just fucking choked against Barrett. Jesus Christ. So hard. So embarrassing, dude. Like, here's the thing. Nobody expects anything from me. That's what I've carved out as my role here at Kind of Funny. But the fact that everyone else just dropped the ball so thoroughly and fundamentally makes me – it makes me question a lot of things about my life choices and where it's brought me to. But it Does was it? worth it for that beat. No. Yeah, no. no. I don't think you really? – <laughs> Because well, mostly because I, I was like – the o- my biggest mistake was not making Joey play for me. <laughs> that was Because then here's the thing, Tim. This is where that, this is where that was going to go. Win or lose, I get to have fun, right? Joey wins. I go, see, I put the best person forward. She wins. Lose, I get to dump on Joey for the next six months until she decides to 1v1 me at Mario Party. I mean, I just want it very clear to everybody that Deadpool 2 came out in what year? 2018, I think. And you still talk to her for that. So I don't think that... That there's ever anything, a Tim, new reason that you Tim, need. have you ever looked at a pair of binoculars the wrong way and everything seems really, really small? <laughs> That's what that screen was. <laughs> it was like looking at it. It was like looking at it on an iPhone 4. I'm just saying. I'm Tim, just saying. I just want you to know God. that moving forward, any tickets I get, I'm always going to get one less than we need. And Nick okay. is on his fucking own. Nick can be part of the 6 a.m. ticket getting. I'm fine crew. with it. I'll just, I'll, yeah, I'm fine with it. I don't care. I don't need to see those movies. I'll just I'll just read the Wikipedia like I do most of the time. <laughs> We're uh, in a weird place with movie tickets right now because you know people are going to movies, but there's a lot of people not going to movies. It creates this weird thing where uh, in theaters, if you're buying tickets, like the seats next to you aren't buyable anymore. So it's like you gotta make sure you have the right amount of people that you're trying to get at once or else it's really hard to get tickets for one group because I've had to do this for things like Eternals and a couple other things mm-hmm. where I'm like, okay, cool. I'm getting these four. Oh, wait, I need these nine. I need these whatever. And there's just a bunch of holes mm-hmm. <laughs> in the thing. So I need to keep track of where the holes are 
because they don't make it clear necessarily on the website. Once they're gone, they just kind of look booked like any other booked ticket. So it's just been this new layer of nightmare. But there is the, like, ease of less people are trying to get in. Like, getting Avengers Endgame tickets, obviously Endgame was a little different of a situation. But even, like, Far From Home or, or, like, any movie around that era, like, that was really hard. Nowadays, it's more... Joey and I need to be on call at all times because at any moment these tickets might drop. There used to be rhyme and reason of like, oh, here's the final trailer. That means the tickets are out. Now, no. It's just randomly, it's 6 a.m. tickets, 10 a.m. tickets. It doesn't fucking matter. But me and her, dream team. We haven't dropped the ball (laughs) once in years at this point. Like, we get the whole squad best tickets since 2018. You're right. You're right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you didn't know ladies and gentlemen this is the kind of money podcast we each and every week for sometimes five best friends gather around this table mostly at this point just to talk You're a lot of a crap bitch. about whoever is not bitch. on this podcast uh we love you being a part of this show we love to see your support if you want to support it you can go over to patreon.com slash kind of funny and back us at any tier um we get lots of cool perks like you get ad free content you get to watch the post show with us uh, all sorts of fun stuff and you get to ride into the show just like melissa Hagler did uh, and i got a fun question uh, from her to ask you all later of course thank you to our patreon producers pranksky and delaney twinning and also shout out to our sponsors for the show me undies uncommon goods and stamps.com uh we'll get to those a little bit later it was just a good burn joe i'm sorry it's one of those things where like as a comic <sighs> as a, as a, as a, a failing miserable stand-up comic who's still doing open mics so big failure you know? yeah just a giant failure when you have a joke that works and you know i mean it's low-hanging fruit joey it's pandering to the audience it's like mm. coming out there and is it and, like the uber joke of just the kind of funny universe. Is, oh, you mean my my old Uber joke that Tim yeah. told that yeah to make fun of me that one time. Yeah, I don't tell that anymore because someone stole that joke from me, and now I'm like, well, he the, he that per- this person's more established in the the comedy scene, and so now I'm like, well, now if I do the joke, it looks like I stole a joke from him. To your credit, it was a fucking funny joke. <laughs> it's still as good. Hold on, Nick, and I don't mean to call you out here if this is inappropriate. Yeah, but at some point last night, you either slacked or texted me sure saying, did. "This is where I do comedy." <laughs> I didn't know if you saw that or not. And I, I woke no, up and the- I saw a notification, and yeah. I, I just saw that line, but mm-hmm. I didn't see the rest. And now I can't find it, and I never looked at it because I was I was doing something else. So the, the, it's all gone. But yeah, I de- I deleted it because I sent you a couple of the slacks, and I was like, they were actually real slacks, so I didn't want. I was like, I'll just delete that. It wasn't very funny. It was one of those things where in the in the in the, in the darkness of night. When you're at a hard, let's just put it this way: when you're at a hardcore um, bondage bar doing an open mic, and they've got huh. some interesting art on the walls, and you're like, eh, "This would be a good idea to slack your coworker," and then I'm like, "Nah, you know what? We're gonna delete that." James, we're gonna bondage. delete that. <laughs> you want me to send you the picture now? I can. I can. No, text it I, to you. I mean, yeah, I, I would like to see. I it wasn't like anything crazy. It was just. It no, was, I'm it was sure it wasn't. Picture. I'm sure it was. I also like to see you wanted you deleted it because you wanted to make sure that the slacks were like just for work stuff. And I'm looking at what you sent me on Slack last. It's like, God damn, it's not. You know, here's a here's very a funny joke. <laughs> here's what's here's what's really in here, ladies and gentlemen. I don't like the jokes to get in, in front of each other. So real talk, I was like, which one of these is funnier? Which one's, better? Which one's funnier? <laughs> God, I fucking hate you. But again, my blood's not boiling. No. There's something else going on. No, it's love. Can, I think that's all, what it is. Can you all um, check the chat real quick? 
the YouTube chat whenever you yeah, don't get a them. chance. What do they want? No, I just put a message what in there. They, what, what do are they, they want? Oh my god. <laughs> Can you tell Tim, Nick, and Joey I have to put my clothes in the dryer? They're in the washer right now. So it's kind of funny. I was I typed that in, so just I, I imagine that was you. Yeah, keep that in mind. It, just saw it okay. bring up and I don't have to I can't bring up a link in the next like two minutes. Listen, Andy, what's up? Here's the deal. If you're saying me have hey, you need to walk over and fold my clothes as the as the person who's quote unquote directing or producing this show, that is the least <laughs> weird thing a producer or uh, or director of the show has ever said. At one point, did, I think Kevin ran out so that Joey could pour water in his mouth at one point. There's another point where I think <clears throat> Kevin was riding his Roomba around the room. Right. There's another There's point, the point where, where he was in the garage and then knocked right. on my window. Yeah. Yeah, the thing so, is I don't have I don't have wireless a wireless headset so i can't be like like andy where are you at and be like oh sorry guys i was still listening to the show but i was out back fighting a, a beehive because a beehive got too close you know well yeah. you know the beehives in san francisco they always get I've too close too to close. you beehive too, got close too close to you yeah. Yeah. i like to think that in your brain you you, you look over your shoulder the beehive's 20 feet away, the back is 50 <laughs> it's just always there like, it's always like the beehive getting closer to me following you god dang okay I'll be talk, right back. i mean we talked about it before but can we talk about the cats pooping in kevin's backyard and how that is the funniest thing that he's ever said. Without Because here's the thing about Kevin. He is one of the funniest <laughs> human beings on the planet. He just doesn't know he is. Which makes him even funnier. The shit that happens to him on a daily basis is the stuff of comedic legends. If you told these stories, if people did this stuff on purpose, you'd be like, genius level comedy. But life just comes along and slaps Kevin on his ass every once in a while and we get the benefit of that. We get to see it, but we also get the, we also get the drawbacks of it. You know what I mean, Tim? It's like a pro and a con. Cuz that Kevin has Kevin's like I got to run over and clean the cat poop from my backyard. And we're like the we're weekend the weekend that Mike and Roger were here and the uh, skunk incident happened. Like that is one of those things where as it was happening I was like there's no way. There's just no like the odds of the timing of all of this working out the way that it does is just seems astronomical that it would happen. But that seems like the odds of every single Kevin story. It makes me simultaneously angry, but also inspired that we're not doing episodes of the animated show anymore. Because Kevin's life over the last like six months, you can't write that shit. You can't write it. I would devote a whole episode to the to his war with the neighborhood cats. Dude. <laughs> I mean, a whole that would be a three-part epic. Like, that would be one of those, cat. like... Yes, it would be that's the fucking those, Battle of the Bastards. It's that's one of the arcs be. that they need to, like, put on a VHS tape that you can rent at Blockbuster because it's, like, one of the most iconic moments yes. of the season. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Like, you need to watch all three back-to-back. -back. The yeah. funny thing about, about, the, about Kevin's life in the last year... I would say it's been a lot. Honestly, has, 30 it, years. Has it always been like this, though, Tim? Yes, it has. And it's only gotten more and more and more. But with that, with the maturity that the, the both of us have earned in some way, shape, or form, take it for what it's worth. I have just I'm learned. I'm back, guys. I'm back. Thank God. Is your wash okay? Oh, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Because here's the thing. I left them in the... I, I never folded them. I, I never took them out of the hamper. Mm. So they just got all wrinkly. Like, all my shirts got wrinkly. And I was going to hang some of them up, and I was like, these are way too wrinkly. I'm just going to throw them back in the washer and re-dry them. <laughs> I like that Tim referred to your laundry as your wash. 
It's very British. That's like a it's very, a very British, British thing. thing. Yeah, I, that, yeah. It's, that's just one of I, at the moment I said it, I'm like, someone's going to give me. Do you have a washroom? Just, it's what my mom called it. How's your yeah. loo? My mom always just called it and said, do the wash. Yeah. And I did the no, wash. No, I love it. I'm, I'm referring know. to that from now on. I think D calls yeah. it the wash. Do the twist. Because she likes to be European. Yeah. I, it's funny because to me, wash implies lawn or washer and dryer. I just realized that's where wash came from. That's why they call the wash. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get into the gummies recently? La- laundry. I don't. I'm getting really confused right now. This is one of those things in my life I never thought about. Yeah. How the words work, where it's washer dryer. Doing the laundry would make way more sense. Than my mom saying doing the wash to imply both the things. Yeah. Well, mm. I mean, but I mean, it's just a term people used to use, right? I'm, I mean, th- you don't think of it as a laundry machine, right? You think of it as a washer and dryer. So calling it the wash kind of is like, I don't know. It's like saying do the dishes. But what you're really saying is like clean the dishes, put them in the dishwasher or whatever. Yeah. It's a yeah. weird thing. It is. Weird Sorry, what were we all talking about? My bad. Um, just the, the epic that is Kevin. Kevin's year. Just the stuff that he oh, does oh, okay. on his yeah, daily yeah, yeah. basis. Mm-hmm. That, that's what it was. It's, I, I hit a point, and, and he's hit a point, where his life is as ridiculous as it's always been and i have to deal with it and my life has its share of moments and he has to deal with those but every time one of these moments happen i end up having to be the one responsible when when things are when kevin hits the final wall i have to be his rock it's rare but i have to be the rock and the skunk time was one of those times that was a time <laughs> where it's like hey the, the skunk this is an issue and it had to be like you know what I'm already upset for a lot of reasons. It's really late. I have to fucking wake up at 7 a.m. for Six Flags. Fucking Six Flags. But it's worse and now, for him. That sort and, of thing. And, and, and that was the thing. I was like, this is all happening because of him. But yeah. I just need to be there for him because <laughs> he's going through it right now. Mm-hmm. And you know what? It was all worth it to see Roger Picorni and Snowbike Mike get out of that Uber in what looked to be just some me undies and oversized T-shirts. <laughs> Holding like just a pillow, walking up like they were kids kicked out of their sleepover. It was so like a couple of vagrants funny. on the street. Yo, I have never seen adults look that childish, that defeated, it, that, that defeated. vulnerable. Oh, that that's the word. It's vulnerable. And oh my god, it and was. That's the thing. Was that's the thing there. about my like. That's the thing about one snowbike Mike, is that he has so many talents, and he's such a smart guy. But every once in a while, he does things where I'm like, "We got to take care of Snowbike Mike. We got we got to make sure he get, he's okay. We got we got we got to offer him a guiding hand right now." And that was one of those moments where I was like, "I think we're pushing up a little too far." Because you know he's gonna want to still go to Six Flags the next day out of just pure Snowbike Mike ness. But I'm like, maybe we should just relax with him right now. You guys took him, and he forgot his wallet or whatever he did. <laughs> yeah, he it was his, his cell phone. Left his he phone left his in phone. the car. No, um, he I, didn't forget it. Did not forget it, Nick. I want it clear. He, he left chose it there. Yeah. to leave it. Right. He wanted to be unencumbered. And what if we get lot? What what if we lose oh, you in the park? Wow. Nah, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Um, I also want to point out one other thing about Kevin that I respect, and I also get annoyed by. <laughs> I respect that he is driving to be healthier right now with his weight loss. Um, he's he's been eating better as of recently, and, and he'll do this every once in a while, as will I. Where like you find that sort of that rhythm, right? I'm going to yeah. go to the gym and eat salads and feel better about myself. And um, the thing that I don't look forward to, Tim, is something that I feel like we go through once a year with Kevin. Is Kevin will pop up and be like, 
just uh just check the scale i've lost 80 pounds in the last two days and it's like how like i in enough it, just check the scale in the last week i've lost 144 pounds like what are you talking <laughs> what are these numbers you're throwing at me they're feel, feel enough great. with the i can't do it it's impossible to do that first off and second off it's a lot of jealousy i'll be real with you it's a lot of jealousy well kevin's mountain might be slightly higher to climb than yours andy no but i I just it's just like it's always like i yeah i i ate good for the last 24 hours and i lost 78 pounds (laughs) like what scales are you using wildly (laughs) easy for him to put in like this much more effort and get like a way higher return big return joe and then yeah it was to the point where (laughs) i was like kevin that's you're losing more weight than I'm shitting per day. Like, how is that possible? Yeah. And Kevin goes, you know, I if I just don't eat, like, completely awful, <laughs> I, do, I do fine. But it now, just turns out that every meal, he wants to be completely awful. Andy, I, I was part of this conversation as this was happening, and you said that you you that's more than you shit. And it kind of concerned me. Because, like, you know, I, I this is a little TMI with TIM. I, I shit that some 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 big old shits, but like poop. I don't know that I'm shitting ten pounds a day. It was mostly just me b- ragging on the large numbers that Kevin throws at us. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I ate good. I ate good for dinner last night. I woke up this morning and I'm 49 pounds lighter. Like what? Are, these numbers you're throwing at us have no place in reality. But yeah. I'm also jealous. Like let's be yeah, real yeah. with y'all. I'm jealous. That's that's, that's that, the thing with see, it. See, that's the thing about Kevin that's dangerous, right? Is that he can shed that. He knows how to shed the weight, right? He does like the high protein diet. He'll do low carb. He'll cut out the sugars, and he'll just start to slim down. But then I feel like he goes, "Cool, I'm good. I can be bad again." And that's when fun Kevin comes back. Oh, out. I mean, that's when, that's when, <laughs> that's when the Kevin Kevin starts to double fisted milkshakes, and you're like, "This is the Kevin that I know. This is party Kevin." That's my like, big. Like, that's my big weakness, Nick. Is you know. I'll eat good for two days and go, all right, I can be bad tonight. And it's two bags of hot fries and a fucking Mountain Dew. And I'm like, what? I I just I really feel like when people that are trying to be like drug and alcohol free when they have that relapse, like I always have the moment of relapse where I wake up and there's just like fucking crumbs all around me and there's hot Cheeto (laughs) bags everywhere. And I just feel like, like, why do I smell like McDonald's? I'm not quite sure. Dude, no, dude, no, no judgment here at all. But like, Andy, really, have you ever had two bags of chips in one day? Because I don't, I've never done that. And like, like there's not extreme judgment there because like I ate very poorly and all that. But like, I don't know that I could do one more than one bag of like hot Cheetos in a day. You could, you could. The problem with Cheetos, this is the issue I have with a lot of junk food, right? And this is something like I ate. I ate very, very clean for a solid like three months somewhere in this year. I, don't know, I couldn't tell you which months they were, but I remember being like, I'm starting to lose more weight because I, I was starting to tip the scales at a number I did not like. And I'm like, okay, it's stressful. We're all, you know, the stress of the pandemic and, you know, the job and the studio and all this stuff has to go someplace and it's going right to my waistline. So I'm like, I'm going to clean it up a little bit. But I got to a point where when I had a cheat day, I was like, I'm going to go get like goldfish crackers. And I eat the whole bag and I still, I felt full, but not satiated. So you mm. just want to, that food just makes you want to keep eating, but you feel bloated, but your stomach doesn't feel full. Yeah. If that makes sense. Like you don't feel like you, like you just keep eating over and over again. And if you don't feel that feeling, Tim, you're very lucky because I, 
that's pretty much – I have to remind myself to stop eating every single time I eat anything that, like, tastes remotely good. I'm like, it's time to stop. You've been eating this for two hours. Straight. Yeah, the, you got to stop doing this. The chat is asking, like, what bags are we talking? Like, the the, the normal snack. 99 cent bag. Well, yeah, the, yeah, the, the dollar, 90s, dollar 99 29 cent, cent yeah, or whatever I've, the hell. I've legit fucked up an entire, like, big, big boy bag of, of Cheetos in a day. See, the only chips that I, I think I could do that big bag for – is like the barbecue lays and i oh, think that that's just good. more of a they're near me at a party and i just keep going and i can't stop the next thing i know right. someone asks for them and i'm like i don't know what to tell you with so me tim it's always the, the double bag days only ever happen when i'm back home and i'm visiting friends and i know i'm gonna be at a friend's place for a long time like you get there at 8 p.m you're gonna leave like at three in the morning because you're just playing video games and watching youtube whatever the fuck um, and I'll I'll buy I'll buy a bag of flaming hot fries and then I'll buy a bag of like flaming hot Cheetos or Fritos or something like that. So that's always two bags. One you have at eight and then the other one you have like at one in the morning because you just want to keep on snacking. And there's just lots of beverages. There's just a lot of unhealthy things happening. Um, those are the double bag days. Do I do it on a regular basis? No. But I'll tell you what happened recently at the CVS. B- oh, big Oof. stuff happening at the, rec- at the CVS. I love Andy again. If I were doing the animated series, quite some time. If I were doing the animated series, still Joey, Andy's adventure at the CVS would be like a lab. I would just do a a, a labyrinth episode where he has to work his way through the labyrinth that is the CVS (laughs) by his house. David Bowie there? Yeah, David Bowie would definitely be there, but Greg would voice him. Crystal ball. Baby. By the way, fun piece of trivia, Joey. He never learned how to do that. There was always a, a person off screen doing it for him. So that's why when you watch a couple of the scenes, the hand looks a little bit weird from the angle. Oh, because yeah, like, everyone's like, hilarious. oh, he learned how to. People are like, he learned how to do that. But then I read a piece of trivia saying he couldn't do all of it. He couldn't do the really complicated shit. So the moment, like the first time you see him when he's doing the ball, if Andy, I mean, Andy could probably bring it up, it, it, you could totally tell that it's someone's hand like underneath him that's like doing it. <laughs> Who are you talking really about? Fun. Labyrinth. Um, sorry, I, I interrupted your um, CVS story. I'll find the labyrinth. Um, so he, here's the thing that's been well, uh, like uh, there are many things happening. Much like you all building out the studio, lots of good, lots of bad, right? Right. I, I I equate it to my experience with going to CVS. So recently, they got the snack size bags of Flamin' Hot Fritos, and those are my favorite. Thing? Yeah, like the I've never little... seen flaming hot Fritos. Oh, Cheetos. I'm sorry, flaming hot. The snack size oh, okay. bags of flaming hot Cheetos. Yeah, the ones you normally buy. Please describe snack size. Snack size, Tim. I'm talking <clears throat> like it's a bag that's maybe four inches by four, maybe five inches by five inches. Are these the ones you'd get like square. in your lunch as a kid? It, it. They're the size that come in bulk of like. Like at Costco. Yeah, I, I can. I can bring it up. I can bring it up. They're very very small, Tim. Um, okay. Okay. Yeah, I feel you. Um, the thing that I love about the snack size Cheetos, uh, they really remind me of working at Rooster Teeth because they always had, they would stock two bags of Flamin' Hot Cheetos in the morning, and I was always the first one to take both. <laughs> Nobody knew. Oh, I bet yeah. you there were you people. You got both of them and, every time, Joe. I bet you those people that worked at Rooster that never even knew Flamin' Hot Cheetos <laughs> were being stocked. <laughs> I bet you these motherfuckers they didn't know a goddamn thing that I was the one sneaking in there and just taking them like Gollum. You know, um, the thing about them, Tim, that's mm-hmm. really special to me, is that the Cheetos are much smaller in comparison to the normal to cheetos in normal size bags i don't like that i don't like that is that a thing love 
the is it smaller not all from the same Cheetos. Guy? No, they are always smaller. They are much more crunchy. They are like it's everything that I want in the Cheeto bag. They are all so small and they have such a good texture. My mouth's watering just thinking about it right now. Um, these are the ones that are just absolutely kick ass. Uh, and it's yeah. these like these little tiny ones. And dude, it's, it's so funny you're saying this because I am so with you. Where I do agree, these are the best tasting chip, chip for chip. But the quantity is tat. such a problem for me. Yeah, this is my thing. That I'm like, I, I need those, more. I start thinking three. I need to get three of those bags. And I, I would rather the less good chip for chip ratio of a bigger bag than the little guys. But if you're going hard and you're just like, I'm committing to this. <laughs> it's and I know you can do that, Andy, because I know you very well. I know you put gum on your seat. You have the whole plan. Yeah. So if you want to just buy Andy, are you still doing the gum thing? Well, I don't have any gum. On his seat. He's just putting it on his desk. <laughs> but it's I, that's not any better, Nick. For a while? No, it's it was disgusting. just like a little pile of it on a wrapper. I don't Andy, see what the big deal we is. Gotta, <laughs> we gotta we gotta work on that. I don't see what's wrong with it, honestly. It's one of those things that if there are certain telltale signs that someone's starting to lose it and sticking gum onto your desk, just letting gum sit there for maybe a later time. That's that's one of those things that makes me want to drive over there and take you out to dinner. OK, when I say a later time, we're not talking like I'm not saving it for Mother's Day. I'm saving it for maybe four minutes from now. Nope, doesn't matter. Could the, be. The, gum, the pile of gum does not that's stay on my desk for longer than maybe 15 minutes legitimately 10 to 15 minutes and i'll mix and match and i'll grab a bag and i'll grab a oh this one looks more colorful that one's probably got more flavor and i'll stick that one back in my fucking yapper and i'll just chew on that one for a little bit um but anyway back to the cheetos the snack size hot cheetos are absolutely pound for pound my favorite but here's a bad thing that's happening at cvs mm-hmm. oh and these are the this is like Ooh, this is something like oh. is is this Biden's America? I don't know everybody. <laughs> Why did I take it there? I, I walk. In, <laughs> I was like, "What happened? Is there a Trump?" It was like a. I, I don't even know what direction that means. This in the, conversation in is going in. The, the the here's the thing, and it's something that I've been noticing more and more. But on a day like today, on a day like today, where it is Veterans Day, and we're disrespecting the troops in this way. And these and like there are a lot of people in the store <laughs> we are, today. We are threading the needle here, Joe. We're threading the needle. <laughs> there no, are there are a lot of people in the store today because it's Veterans Day and everybody's off, which is something I didn't I didn't even know was happening until I walked no outside. Idea. I was like, wow, everybody's in the streets right now. This is wild. Um and it's happened in the past on non-holidays, but it's something I've been noticing. I walk up to the front counter, and the dude who normally helps me behind the counter is like here you go. Come to this self-checkout. And I go, oh my God, you are giving your job away, aren't you? You are preparing to give your job away, sir. You, th- they are training you to teach people how to use a self-checkout, even though it never fucking works. Trust me, I would love to not have to deal with anybody. But that motherfucking thing never works. <clears throat> and I always have to sit there and wait and while it goes, boom, boom. Uh, re- ask of something to help out with her and I go can I get uh, it's doing something and I also need a bag also by the way those things never work but lately the people that help you behind the counter 
are only directing people to the self-checkouts and going, here you go. Oh, right over here. If you have any problems, let me, do you need a bag? Cool, I'll go get you a bag. And it's like, okay, you're trying to expedite this service. You're trying to make this more of a normal thing. But you are you are fucking teaching the robots to, to take your job. That's all you're doing, right? You don't see it right now. You think you're getting a paycheck. And today, Tim, even worse, even worse today on Veterans oh. Day of all days. On Veterans Day of all days. I'm standing there. And the dude is like, oh, do you want to you want to do self-checkout over here? And I'm like, well, sure. That seems like the only option. Fuck it. Mm -hmm. I'll go to the self-checkout thing. And there's a guy in a gray shirt. And I'm thinking that's a different colored shirt. That's a different colored polo. I'm assuming you're some regional type of fucking manager. You're important. And he walks up to me. He goes, uh, do, do you need a bag? So I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll take a bag. And he tells the dude to get my bag. And then he's like, if you need anything, let me know. And I'm like, okay. And in my mind, I'm thinking, I've worked at Best Buy. I've worked at retail. I know what's happening here. You're never here. I've never seen your face. You definitely work for corporate. And then as the guy, as the, the normal helper comes back to him, he kind of leans over and he's like, see, this is what you got to do. You gotta blah, blah, blah. And he's kind of like whispering in his ear as the regional guy. And it's like, look, normal coworker, regional guy will be here. In the next three years, these robots, they're taking your job. Okay. Yeah. The, the automation is taking your job. All you're doing is training me to get better at this, even though this thing, and just, well, guess what? The fucking thing didn't work again. So I sought to get help. But it's a, especially on Veterans Day of all days, Tim, it's like these people are, these regional managers are in there leaning over to their coworkers and going, yeah, see, and what happens is, hey, here's the problem. God damn it. I'm so fucking mad about it because the little, the area you put all your groceries in is way too small for the amount of things I'm getting. And what I love I'm, about this is Andy is so passionate and I'm not quite clear. I don't know who why he's, he's mad. most yeah. mad at. I don't know why he's mad. This is the most with convoluted story I've ever. Joy, heard they're on disrespecting this the veterans, okay? And when I get there, it's the tiniest, the little. Here's the problem: to bring it all back around, to bring a full circle, the little tiny fucking Cheeto bags aren't heavy enough to register the weight on the thing, so it goes. Here's the put, real issue. Put the everybody. item in the bag, sir. Put That's the item the in the bag, and I go. It's it's fucking there. And first of all, there's not a bag there. This is the issue. But uh, and and the here's issue. the thing. You, oh. They don't put the bag in the little slot. They just want you to place it on a platform. And what if the thing falls off? It goes, oh, an item isn't on the thing anymore. Like, mm -hmm. okay, you have a camera looking at me right now. You have a camera to see. No one's watching that camera, though. No, but, like, every camera, like, will see me on the self-checkouts to see is this man stealing? How about you put a camera and teach the camera Google Neural AI to be, like, Hey, is the, is there an actually an item there? Because this weight, the, the, it's not heavy enough to be you know weighted on here. So it's saying like, hey, you didn't put the item. It's right there. The little bag of Cheetos right there. I see it. All those little tiny Cheetos that are waiting to get put in my mouth, but I got to wait and get a manager to fucking help me. It's just a, it's a calamity. I'm shocked that you're having this much issues with this because I had the same issues you're talking about here with like it not being enough weight and all that stuff when I was 17 at a Lucky's near the high school I went to. But I haven't had an issue with self-checkout in 10 years. And neither had I when I would go to Target. What is it about these CVS ones? Is it the guy with That's, the... Is it, is it Corduroy see, guy fucking getting me back for talking no, shit? See, I don't know. I have I have a <laughs> lot of... I have issues at Target. I have issues at Molly Stone. I have issue pretty much one out of every three times I do the self-checkout. It requires a human being to come over and help me out. And normally it's fine. 
until because you know how they always have the self checkouts are they're like organized so that there's one person at the tip of it, sort of like overseeing what's yeah. going on, sort of like a pit boss at a casino. Directing mm-hmm. traffic. Exactly. So like they see that the thing pops up, it pops up on their screen saying so-and-so needs like an item check or whatever. And they come over and they go, they kind of give you the look and then they type in their, their code and you're like, I'm looking at your code. Like I'm, you know, like yeah. I'm not going to not look at the code. I don't have it in me to have someone type something in front of me and not see the code. Um, but it's the moments where that person's not there. And then you just feel like you were a child lost in a department store. Like, I don't know what to do now. I, I just, just came. Nick, you stand there, you look up and you go, help. And like, help you me. just ask help for help. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> help me. <laughs> help me. <laughs> is what I do. <laughs> you just have to ask for help, Nick. And the and worst I've... part though, Andy, is sometimes they go like this. Like, cause at the, so the target is pretty cool. The Molly Stone uh, that I sometimes find myself in is very particular. You have to ring the thing in. Right, boop, and we have to you have to do what you're talking about. We have to put it on the thing. If you don't put it on the thing, it will not let you. Like if it doesn't register, it will not let exactly. you proceed. But it doesn't. It tells you it in such a way that it's convoluted. And there have been so many times where I've just asked someone for help, and they came over and they looked at me and they took the thing off of the the little weight thing and put it onto the other thing, and it just kept working. And I feel so stupid. Every time I screw up, I mean, look, they know the tricks of the trade. They're trying to teach us them. But how am I supposed to balance this little bag of hot Cheetos on this multivitamin bottle when there's not enough space for the thing to sit on the cap and it's imbalanced and there's a lot of issues there? And I've never felt more validated in my life than when I kind of they know I don't have they know I don't have good luck with them. Like the people, the regulars there, they know that I don't like these machines. Right. We talk about them all the time. They go on their smoke breaks. I stand out there with them. I eat some hot Cheetos. And we just talk about the issues that we have with these machines. And the problem with it, though, I've never felt more validated than when the regional manager man walks up to me and sees that I have a problem. And I'm like, thank fucking God. Because if it would have worked flawlessly right here, he would have been like, he would have leaned over and be like, see, these machines are perfect, Enrique. Enrique, these machines are perfect. Look at this. Like, look at the synchronicity that's happening right now in this store. I'm so happy that he was able to see, wow, maybe these machines are flawed. Dude, I'm happy that happened to you. I had a weird experience last night that is similar to this, but kind of the opposite thing. Where it wasn't so much, go for it, Nick. But before Tim gets to that, we'll tell you about our sponsors. Big tease. This episode is brought to you by Me Undies. It's cozy season and it's time to go all in on the coz, baby. This year, Me Undies wants to help you surround your family and friends with comfort. Uh, with new classic plaid and holiday sweater prints, Me Undies is turning up the comfort this holiday season. You know, I love their undies. Obviously, I'm wearing them right now. My entire body right now is actually covered in Me Undies, and I would never have it any other way. And you get to match your whole family because they got a whole bunch of different things. They got these PJ sets. Uh, You can have some plush robes, some slippers, whatever you decide, everyone will be rolling into the new year comfy. It's available in sizes extra small through 4XL. MeUndies has a great offer for you guys. For any first time purchasers, you can get 15% off and free shipping right to your door. Your days of fighting for your life in the mall parking lot are over. To get 15% off your first order, free shipping and 
100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to MeUndies.com slash morning. That's MeUndies.com slash morning. Next up, shout out to Uncommon Goods. The holidays are about more than friends and family. They're about winning the title of best gift giver ever, a title that Kevin Coelho vies for and more, mostly succeeds with every single year. And Uncommon Goods can help make you a Kevin Coelho and give you an edge on this year's competition. Gia's been using this to get a lot of her friends some stuff and family. They have some fun puzzles. They have these fun uh, pint glasses that are based on different baseball fields out there. Really cool stuff. Uncommon Goods also offers uncommon experiences. You can choose from live online classes in mixology, cooking, flower arranging, embroidery, and more from hand-picked artists and experts. Plus, with every purchase you make, Uncommon Goods gives $1 to a non-profit partner of your choice. Really cool stuff. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash kindoffunny. That's uncommongoods.com slash kind of funny for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon goods. We're all out of the ordinary. And next up, shout out to Stamps. We're all trying to save around the holidays, and that includes saving time because no one wants to spend theirs in line at the post office. Dodge all of that with Stamps.com. Stamps.com lets you compare rates, print labels, and access exclusive discounts on UPS and UPS services all year long. Whether you're selling online, running an office, or side hustle, Stamps.com can save you tons of money and stress, not to mention time over the holidays. Uh, Kind of funny, we have a ton of things to give away. We do physical giveaways all the time and we have to ship them out and thanks to stamps.com it makes it a lot easier for joey noel and cool greg uh to stay sane and save a lot of their time and money plus you can get discounts of up to 40 percent off usps and 76 percent off ups save time and money this holiday season with stamps.com sign up with promo code kind of funny for a special offer that includes a four-week trial free postage and a digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts just go to stamps.com click the microphone at the top of the page and enter code kind of funny and we're back love it all right i had to get gas last last night and i pull up to the gas station like i always do and what Mm -hmm. happens at a gas station for the last 15 years you don't need to walk in you just put your card in the thing thing. you know what i mean i have not went into a gas station the time i swear to god they're getting smaller and smaller those little rooms (laughs) (laughs) i remember we were little it felt like a a whole store and now it's just like a phone booth yeah but i was like i haven't been in one of those i was like why would i ever do that and uh ever since i've had my my car my prius c which now has been uh six seven years like i have not ever once went in there i always just put my card in hit the regular i let it fill up boom 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 it's done Begin right bada, bing, bada, it eventually it, it it does that little uh, it clicks off cool my shit's full i can leave now and it's like i look at the number and sometimes i'm like oh man that was x amount of money that's more than it seemed to be last time but i don't remember how much it was last time like i could not tell you and proof that i cannot tell you is last night for some reason it wasn't working I was so upset at this that I was like, I'm not going in there. I backed up to the other one because <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to just use the other machine. Try that. Some weird ass shit. It's telling me like, you got to go see the person. And I'm like, oh no, go in, talk to this guy. He was shocked. I was there. Like, he was like, what type of cigarettes he do you want? I'm like, I'm being in his life. <laughs> legitimately, legitimately, he asked me what type of cigarettes you want. I'm like, I don't, I don't want cigarettes. I, I want this stuff. I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, like how much you want to put on it? And I froze. <laughs> <laughs> i had no idea how much i want to put on this oh you just so pump used. you pump and it ends and you leave your merry way and, I, and that's it i have no concept 
of like how much I, I know how much it has cost in the past. Sometimes twenty seven dollars, sometimes thirty six dollars. This is like dollars. Lucille Bluth. Like how much is this banana? <laughs> banana. Ten dollars or whatever. I'm like I have no idea, and I I was like I I'm just trying to fill it up, and he was just like uh okay, but how much money? And I felt I felt so Andy Cortez ish in this moment. I was like, I don't know how to, I don't know. I don't know. I'm embarrassed. And I literally was just like uh, $20 <laughs> cause I knew that wouldn't be too much. And this is what I realized as I walked back out to the car and Gia's like, what the fuck is happening? Why? Like, <laughs> why did you back up? Like what is going on? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how much money to put in this car. And on veterans day. No, I have all days. I was just like, I have no frame of reference for this. So I only put $20 in. Definitely not enough. Definitely not enough. But I was worried about putting too much in. Obviously, I'm not trying to waste money. But on top of that, I was worried it was going to like explode. No. That, not like not, not like an explosion. Back, yeah. But like an, an oil, a gas explosion. Yeah, gas leak. And the money just doesn't. I know there's people a would hierarchy say, of things. I know people would say that doesn't happen. That would never happen. But when I was 19 years old, <gasps> My first girlfriend went back before I even had my license. She was driving me around and it was a stressful day for her. And she pulls up. She was filling her car with gas. And I don't know what the fuck happened. But when I looked at her next, she was covered in gasoline. (laughs) And it oh, so hard to be positive in this situation and not laugh. And just like I was I don't even know what happened. So I've always been scared of that moment for so many Mm. reasons. That like I'm not trying to overfill my shit. I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. So, so anyway, that's my. What story. she did, what she probably did, was something that I I I did one time. You only make the mistake once, right? The valves have a uh, a security mechanism where it you know it hits the it has a little sensor that hits and goes cool done and it pops. And that's so crazy because where yeah. is that sensor? Uh, I I think it, I don't know. Good question. It's always like Kevin something me Tim, or Nick. Where I'm like I don't see. It just looks like a metal fucking tube. God damn, you're right. See, yeah. I am so upset at this gas station situation. There's so much I don't know. But so, so those. I don't know so, that that's a great. Just because a, you can't see it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Yeah, in I don't general. know. I don't know. I don't know that, how it works. Joe. Maybe it works with pressure. That, I'm not Joe. quite sure. But either way, they've got it dialed down to a perfection where, where you're supposed to once it pops. Don't you're not supposed to keep pumping it, right? And so I think a lot of people don't realize that, especially when you're first starting out driving. You go, "Oh, it popped. What happened?" And then you do it, and that second throttle and it goes a little bit. It, yeah, it'll go a little bit. It'll pop again, and you go, "Wait, there's something wrong." And then you hit it again, and it'll go and just start squirting all over you because you are the gas's boss, not the other way around. There was a moment. There was a while where, because so many people are having problems with this, they flirted with the idea of taking the little pin off of it. The, the latch that allows the 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 handle itself to like stay open uh but then people just revolted against that they were like this is stupid i can't possibly be expected to hold this handle for five minutes while this thing pumps gas this is america it's veterans day okay andy <laughs> i want to joke with you right thank now. you so much uh I'll, here's what happened to me at, at the gas station today i pulled over to get um to get uh, gas at a shell station Put the debit card in. And I'm always worried, like, oh, it's going to refuse my debit card. I'm going to have to go in and then have the same situation Tim has. Where I don't know how many fucking, I don't know how many gallons for my car. I don't know what, I don't pay attention. I put the thing in. It accepts it. I put my PIN number in. Everything's good to go. It says, go ahead and select your fuel. I select the fuel. And then it goes, cool, go ahead and start pumping. I look over to grab the the, the pump. Nothing there. I think someone had left it in their car and just tore off with oh. it. It was just gone. Oh. I was like, huh. Uh. <laughs> I mean, you know what, Nick? Nick, <laughs> that's gotta that's gotta be just 
the inexperience of going out. I bet. Like, <laughs> like you're just not used to getting. Gas yeah, anymore. Joe. I mean, the fear, the fear that I feel when I have been getting in my car is like, oh, you're, remember the keys, remember the wallet, remember the phone, remember the whole thing. Remember, like, if I'm gonna put something on top of my car, you better not because it it was so habitual back in the day, and now I just don't. It's I haven't been doing that shit every day. Like, remember, you got to put your blinker on, Andy. <laughs> you got to like, oh, yeah. like, I, I, I'm worried that I forget how to drive. But anyway, yeah, Channing that Tatum would be a me. terrible gambit. Oh, my gosh. Terrible no, gambit. but on the reels that happened to me uh, during quarantine, the first time that I went back to my parents house, I like stopped at McDonald's or whatever to get food on the way. And I was so startled by the woman asking me what i wanted to order like i just froze and i had no idea like i had forgotten about that exchange of conversation because we had either just been like cooking or ordering on apps that i mm-hmm. forgot that they ask you what you want and i froze and i think i panic ordered something <laughs> that i didn't want wait where but was this at i think mcdonald's oh, just in the drive through i was just like looking at the menu figuring out what i wanted and i just forgot that they asked you mm-hmm. and i remember you, you know it's it's so fun to go through drive throughs because you forget how completely dispassionate these poor drive through workers are how this job has just beaten them down and how even when you're trying to be nice to them they're like i don't want you to be nice to me i don't want you to be anything to me all I want you to do is take your food and get the fuck out of this drive-through. Yeah, I, I wanted I want it to be eight p.m. like that or yeah, whatever. I want whatever their closing time is, and I totally feel that. There, I've I've felt that before. I have definitely felt that before. Um, oh. Anyway, Chanitanium would be a terrible gambit. I agree. Why do you think he would be a terrible gambit? He would be a terrible gambit. Let's just let's get it out of the way. Um, he just doesn't look cool. He's an oaf. He's funny as hell. He he's a fan- look cool. He's a fantastic actor. He's handsome as hell. He so doesn't beautiful. look cool. He doesn't have the cool vibe. He's a goof. He's a goof. He, he's a, he's he's a hot dude. I'm not like I he, feel like if I call him a goof, people will think that that implies that I think that he's unattractive. I think he's an attractive dude. I just think he's a jock. Like Gambit to me was never this jock muscle beefy dude. He was always the cool debonair suave guy and Channing Tatum has never been that to me and could he pull that off if I saw him on screen just like when everybody's like Heath Ledger's a joker no way possibly that could possibly happen but I to me it's it's 21 Jump Street goofball I'm a dumb jock and I just don't I when that rumor was happening I was like please god I don't want to see this I don't you were you're fully you're full on in the Taylor I mean mean, he was like in it right like he was he agreed to it it just never happened Uh, yeah it it got canceled because the Disney deal I'm gonna type like it was gonna happen (laughs) but my thing with this is I I don't disagree with you guys in that like for what you're talking about Gambit that he is a weird call I'm going to say something that a lot of people are going to disagree with, but at the end of the day, guess what? I'm right, motherfuckers. I hope you're going to say that you like Taylor Kitsch. Oh, definitely. I'm not going to say that. I'm not Uh, going that far. What I'm saying is like the Gambit character to be translated to live action (laughs) would need a lot of help and a lot of transition. Gambit is one of the 90s characters that were made and are not actually that great. There are moments of and highlights that are great, but they would definitely need to be taken from like all the best of moments and turn it into a new character. And I think that Channing Tatum could definitely pull off that. I think that he could be this new version that still has the suaveness, still has a lot of what makes Gambit special, but there's a fun to it and take away some of the creepiness that the Gambit normally exudes. 
Make him a little bit more 3D and well-rounded. I I don't disagree. I think it's like, I mean, you tell me... What are your favorite gamut moments? I couldn't fucking name one, Tim. But I he just, threw the he, cards. So then he, he just, threw, he, he just looks when dope. He on the stick. And he said looks Mona dope me. as hell, and his powers are pink when he throws fucking like yeah, that's totally. dope as shit. He's got a cool ass yeah. headpiece. I think his vibe and his look has always been cool as hell. And here's what I'm saying right now: Let's go back in time, or no, fuck it. Let's just do it. Let's just do it right the hell now. Robert Pattinson is Gambit. Like easy, I mean, dude. Yo, that's awesome. Fucking easy. That is I mean, that is awesome. I could see it because he's got the jawline. And it's the dope-ass hair. Like, it's but the, the thing cool, about long the, hair. I'll be the first person to admit, my my only touchstone, really, for Gambit is the X-Men cartoon series in the 90s. But I liked his character because he brought a, a, an air of levity to all the scenes, right? He was charming. He was, a you know, an expert. I think he was a thief, right? Wasn't he from, like, the League of Thieves or whatever it was? Um, and that's fun. I don't know that I need a Gambit movie. I don't know that I need Gambit to be anything but a side character and comedy relief. I'm going to say, what's Paul Rudd doing these days? Throw Paul Rudd back in there, right? <laughs> I see his fat alive. Is he do- oh, my God. Yeah. Can we talk that? about that? Yes. And I love. <laughs> but everything you just said is Channing Tatum. I just want that out there. Comedy relief. Like, not it could be, But much. I'm with Andy. Where I, here, I mean, real talk. I love Channing Tatum. But I don't, I don't know that he's got the best acting chops i think he's always just channing tatum and i think that's i mean that's totally okay with me i love him i want to watch him and i'll watch him whatever you want to do a men in black crossover 21 jump street great throw him in there but i just like i don't i think that like a lot of the mcu actors are legit great actors and i would wonder that you throw him in there and it's just channing tatum's character from magic mike and you're like this doesn't really it might break the reality of it a little bit i disagree bit. with that because for one thing i don't think the chinese Tatum would be my number one pick for gambit i want that clear but i do think that he could make it work but you look at the mcu now it's like they got kumail they got paul rudd they got like all these people that are channing tatum and that like i think all of those people are extremely talented and very good at what they do what they do is be extremely charming and charismatic and funny and also sell kind of emotional scenes every once in a while but only every once in a while that's fair that's fair um and, and people in chat of- were like nina kimes agrees that's that's definitely why we started on top because oh, yeah this is joey didn't know yeah. that it was a or no nick didn't know who didn't know it was a trending thing um i saw the trending thing i didn't realize that it was nina that started that's right thing. joey did not have the context and nina kimes of espn is the one who had said it in some interview and that got aggregated and picked up by a bunch of sites uh and then I what exactly woke, did she say? Yeah, um, let's not misquote her. I think I think she just said that like um, he's a lame superhero. Like he's not as he's overrated, is what she said. Yeah. Um, oh, because even, somebody had like a hot take about Storm not being cool. Because when I was replying to that, when Storm I interviewed her, cool. I love Jubilee. I think Jubilee's cool shit just because of her colors and her aesthetic. And she was like, "No, I think Jubilee's lame. I've never liked Jubilee." And I was like, Here's "Really? The, She's like, cool." Some context for for people. I, I jubilee i'm pretty sure about this gambit i am sure about this like the character only existed for a handful of years like two or three years before the x-men cartoon the x-men cartoon is like why we all love gambit and granted mm. it's a good reason to love gambit but it's like he was brand new and i'm pretty sure so was jubilee at the very least jubilee was not like a well-rounded character and not like jubilee was ever anyone's favorite in in the animated show unless you were like a young a lot of young girls like like look up to her for yeah. obvious reasons she was the young girl kind of surrogate character 
But like her her storyline in comics gets fucking weird as shit too. And it got kind of she gets she becomes a vampire at one point. It's kind of cool. interesting. Vampires are cool. <laughs> they are. Is she gonna be a sexy werewolf? That's the real question. Mm-hmm. Which one's better, vampire or werewolf? No, I mean, listen. <laughs> if if they were like Channing Tatum's Gambit, I'd be like, I'm fine. This is a it's still a good world to live in. I'm, I'm not gonna be angry about that. But I do think we could we could spread our spread it out a little bit and find someone that could be a little bit better for the role. But I do want to call attention to the fact that Paul Rudd was voted sexiest man alive for 2021. And when they asked what he thought about that, he said, and I quote, oh, I'm going to lean into this hard. (laughs) Which is a fucking perfect thing to say when you are voted sexy. A lot of people, you know, Tim, for context sake, you haven't been alive as long as I have. Most people give you the standard fare. It's an honor. You know, I don't think so. I'm just happy that people like me. Paul Rudd fucking gets it. He was like, I'm leaning hard into this. I'm going to lean into this very hard i find it i think it's an interesting year for paul red to be sexiest man alive because usually i feel like it's somebody that's like in the cultural zeitgeist a lot ghostbusters oh yeah when are you not yet but what are you not thinking about paul red i I mean he's just a constant (laughs) this is pr that's what this is (laughs) he's in a movie next week this magazine's out this week (laughs) do you remember when paul rod paul rod is a, a freaking magical human being he is not the sexiest man alive. He might be the sexiest man alive, though. Name two, I mean, name fifteen men sexier. Than I, well, I Tim, I think alive. maybe like other people have just gotten it already. Like I don't. Uh, maybe he's okay, just next on. man well, up. George Clooney's had it twice. Brad Pitt's Look, had it twice. I got the list Bradley right Cooper now. Yeah, twenty twenty one. Paul Rudd. Last year, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, great. The year sense. before that, John Legend. Great. Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Blake Shelton, which was the whole yeah. thing. I would have skipped, skipped Blake Shelton and skip John Legend and have each of those three years in a row. <laughs> I would have skipped The Rock, too. Throw Idris Elba a fourth year. The Rock, I love. He's not sexy. 2015, sexy man. David Ned. Beckham. Chris Hemsworth. Pretty sexy. Adam Chris Levine. Hemsworth. Nope. Mm-hmm. Channing Tatum, 2012. Yep. Boom. Bradley Cooper, 2011. Ryan Reynolds. Johnny Depp. Hugh Jackman. Huh. Matt Damon. Now let's circle back. Paul Rudd. Yeah. I don't know, guys. You I know just what, don't Tim? know. No, you know what, Tim? Because if Matt Damon what, can be on the list, then Paul Rudd Paul can, Rudd be, on can be on the list. Matt Damon's a goofball, too. Also, I don't think... Do people find Johnny Depp sexy? They used to, Joe. Yes. They used to. So Johnny Depp, back in the day, was very sexy. Um, when he was voted Sexiest Man Alive, though, I, I don't remember what he was. He was probably doing the Pirates movies back then. Now, I guess it's he's true. that creepy old guy in the bar that wears too many scarves. That's what Johnny Depp is right <laughs> a now. A lot of scarves. He wears so many scarves, and I don't know why i have a violent reaction to them i think if it was one fewer scarf i'd be like that's <laughs> just fine. the it's scarves so but it's so many sc- andy google a picture of johnny depp right now and i don't imagine you look at it tell me how many scars he's wearing uh hold tell on how many of scars he's wearing. no i i want you to guess actually but um okay. i feel like johnny depp is a guy who's always like wanting to spin you a tail and he says that <laughs> you know <laughs> uh, yeah exactly i read a story about johnny depp one time that was like he spends jesus look at how many scarves he's wearing there's more <laughs> scarves here than johnny depp <laughs> like in this google search he's all scarf he's all scarf <laughs> this picture it is a lot of and it's a lot of the same scarf it's which a lot i'm of neck not accessories. necessarily yeah. hating on it's it's one of those things where it's like is is the scarf 
if the, is it there for a reason or is he just like the scarves, right? Because I don't want to make fun of Johnny Depp if, he, if the scarf's there for a reason. If he's like, this is my safety scarf or something like that. If he just likes it, you definitely want to make fun of him. Yeah, when was Johnny a, Depp the sexiest man? What year? Multiple times. 2003 and 2009. Look, I'm not going to sit here and say that Johnny Depp back in the day wasn't a sexy motherfucker. We need like, to, if you go back and like, look I think at that, Johnny that's Depp. That's a from, really sexy dude right there. That I guy think. is sexy as fuck. That's a sexy dude. That's a guy that goes, Andy, let me just, he says, Andy, let me give you a back massage. And all of a sudden you're married to him. You're like, I don't know how this happened, but Dude. this guy's sexy. Andy, can you pull up the link that I just put in chat here in assets? I will. We need in to talk about this. In 1993, Richard Gere and Cindy Crawford won together. There wasn't That's a sexiest really man. They just made sexiest couple. They're like, fuck it. Uh, That's so Richard sick. Gere was particularly he won, he won hot twice back too, in the day. I, think. I mean, he probably still is. For like He's actually pretty good looking. He's Silver Fox now, Joe. That's what I hope to yeah. do one day. And I'm going to be honest, though, looking at him on the cover of this magazine, it's like, he's no Matt Damon. Uh, you know, I feel like I might. I'm probably biased because my mom is obsessed with uh, him. Can we? Can you zoom in on this scarf? This is the least amount. Like, this is not. This has to be That's even worse. That's because not even that's a, no barely function. a scarf. Somebody, <laughs> somebody rolled a rope around barely your neck. Scarf. It's weird. Look at that. It's oh just like God. he's either wearing too many scarves or not enough scarf. <laughs> that <laughs> looks like a girl in 2006. Yes, but he that's does. So, that's not even – that's so little scarf. This looks like somebody that he, like, takes advice from on a daily basis said, hey, we need less scarf, and he took it literally. <laughs> yeah. Not – yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, he's so, like, so, I'll go find so you want me to have a smaller scarf? And they're like, you don't have an accent. Quit talking with an accent. God bless you. Oh, you're not British. Stop doing that. This is – Andy, that's spot on. Johnny Depp now looks like a guy that talks with an accent but doesn't have an accent. I mean, dude, he always does in every interview. He's t- I, I, he, almost talks, he almost talks like he is uh, Jack Sparrow in a way. And it's like you don't – well, you're, you've never – You've been doing this for so long that people just now think that that's kind of how you speak. And, I'm and not it is always it. ambiguous because it's not a British accent. It's not an Australian accent. It's not Scottish. It's just some weird. Un- it's some, like, pi- it's some mix it. mash. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a mix mash. Harry Hamlin mix-mash. was the 1987 he sexiest was man alive. Really fucking good looking back then, though. I only know him from. He's Dancing weird as stars. shit. No, oh. he's on. Uh, he's on which McCall, right? Housewives. Wasn't he on? Oh, but I don't watch that one. You don't watch. You don't watch L.A. Or Beverly Hills. I only watch uh, New Jersey right now. I think wow. they're the cutest couple on the planet, Lisa Rinna and, and Harry. Lisa Hamlet. Rinna and Harry Hamlin, because they're so weird. He's so weird, but he's so endearingly charming. You know, oh, yeah. like I love he him. is the character he was on Mad Men. <laughs> like he's that's him. He's not playing a character. He's just Wait, who are you talking about? weird. Harry, Harry Hamlin. Hamlin. Oh, I don't know who that is. You know him if you saw him. He's been, a, he's been a character for a really long time. He had a bit part on Mad Men for a while where he played one of the bosses. But uh, he was he was voted back in the day. And, man, he was good looking back then. Solid tan. Do we, and he would appreciate his hairline. Do we want to get to Madeline Stillwell's question? Did, we, did I say that name right? Uh, not I even think close. You it was Melissa Haggard. Mash- but... Yeah. Is, did I name a celebrity? <laughs> I think you did, actually. I think Madeline Stillwell. Why that, that sounds like a like? celebrity. Is that a politician? It is definitely an actress. Oh, oh my gosh. It's fucking Karate oh, no, it's Kid. Madeline still was oh, the oh, character, she's character she from the boys. From the boys, <laughs> yes. No, there's there's a there's Madeline in the chat. And listen, yeah. Melissa Madeline Hagler, Stanley is Madeline in the chat. Madeline Stanley. Uh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Uh, that's what got me really confused. I was like, no, for sure. Please don't take offense to so that, well. uh, people in chat, because what's no, Boy Season Three? I just get I literally wrong, I was just talking about the other night. Was it with you? Maybe. I mean, I thought that they finished filming like recently, to where Did I was like, oh like shit, this is a while away, huh? Did they film three and four back to back? I don't think. Or am I so. making that up? Or did they just sign them both at the same time? They signed them both. I think they they finished three. There's a spinoff being filmed, and they're also shooting this like short series of like news updates that have been releasing the last couple of weeks that are really good. Hmm. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you want, you can write in via Patreon and ask fun questions. This one might be a little bit of a longer question, or it might be a silly little question, depending on how we want to answer it. Uh, Melissa Hagler wrote it and said, "What." is a weird or funny alternative to war that countries could use to resolve issues. Mario Party. Yes. Oh my. That's uh, great. I think that I would make people, I mean, I, I don't know about that. I feel like you're, that would, you're right, Andy. I feel like that's probably a war crime of some sort. Yeah. It depends. If Snowbike Mike's playing, then yeah, that's probably going to cause nuclear war. Yeah. Um, there. I, you know what? A good old, good old fashioned game of hopscotch. Okay. I would like a good old-fashioned game of hopscotch, maybe four is square. Is there a definitive winner for yeah, hopscotch? Is hopscotch competitive? <laughs> good question. <laughs> I no. want something obscure. Andy, you're on fire today. <laughs> God damn. I, I, you know what I was thinking of? I, I think I definitely was thinking of four square when I said hopscotch. Mm. That's four square, yeah, the four square definitely And then I proceeded to then say four square anyway. <laughs> God, that was genius. Joey, what do you think? I want people to to compete in competitive curling on like a higher social level. That's huge. Like, I don't know why this is a sport that has not reached. The mass (laughs) market? Exactly. Just people out there with their little weird rock. That's going to be so tough because Joey, there's going to be some people who have never like touched ice before that are going to be in these situations. You know what I mean? Like some people who don't have like winters with ice, you know, you better train. You better get out there. You better wax the floor and start going. Wow. I feel like there's probably people who have never been to war before and they've have to figure it out so i mean yeah what would you rather do really good point andy you're really good point the same transitive property you're a developing nation and they say you have to go to war against the united states military or you got to figure out curling which one do you figure out i mean we got to import some ice let's get it (laughs) somebody polish a stone watch competitive uh cornhole like on espn 12 or whatever like the (laughs) can i I tell you something about cornhole joey yeah never liked it Really? Out of yeah. all those like barbecue tailgate games? There's always the guy that's too into it when they play the cornhole. And this is a this is a problem I have with the cornhole. If people could just be cool and have a cocktail and throw the thing, but there's always the guy that has to make it a competition. Like cornhole is his game. Same with darts. It's like, get out of here. I get it, Eric Hart. You've got long arms. I you don't knew have to rub that it this in was my a personal stupid thing. Stupid face <laughs> that you're better at darts than I am. He's also really good. At, he's my good friend, but he's also really good at cornhole. I knew this was going to be some personal thing. Yeah. Before we get too far from this, uh, we're talking about importing ice and snow, and it reminds me of a story that I haven't thought about in 25 <laughs> years. Uh, but San Francisco doesn't snow here, never does. Up north a little bit in Tahoe, it does. But so you can go to, you can access snow if you want to get to snow eventually. But like it never snows here, except for the year 1998. Yeah. When one... Tommy Hilfiger partnered 
with Nintendo for 1080 snowboarding on the Nintendo 64. Sorry, he did. And in Union Square in San Francisco, they built this like, you know how they build those like county fair slides? Mm-hmm. Oh, those like the yeah. really big ones. It was that. But then they had these like, I don't think they were helicopters. I was too young. I don't even know how to explain what they were, but these like apparatus came in and dropped fake snow. And it was this huge reveal that they dropped snow on the thing. And then people would snowboard down it. And then eventually we got to like, the kids got to go on like little like toboggans or whatever. Yeah. But the person, the toboggan, a lot of words, excuse me, excuse me, the people, a lot of words, toboggan and that released the snow were Keenan and Kel. Oh, standing wow. at the top of the thing, and they literally said, "Let it rain," and then all the snow came, and everyone was confused. Like it's snow, right? Like we're not <laughs> like a rain. Like what's going on? And it, it was a very confusing moment. And then I remember Cal got really flustered. I had to be like, "No, it's snow, guys! It's snow! It's not rain! Don't worry! It's fake snow!" And it turned into this whole thing. And it was like supposed to be this epic moment it was just ruined it was like so not oh, cool no. and then tommy hilfiger was just there <laughs> like why do you think tommy hilfiger was pissed off about this sort of partnership you think he was like angry at all that the messaging was mixed Honestly, i would have been he mad seemed kind of stoked keenan and kel were having the time of their lives like they were young kids at this point this was peeking and kel i still oh, to this day have an the autograph burn. from this day from them that's on a shitty photo co- or like photo copied like picture yeah. of them that they were just giving out. They didn't even have like real pictures. It was like a black and white picture of them that had been copied way too many times, but their autographs on it. Wow. And how much do you think that autograph's worth right now, if you had to guess? Ballpark it for me. You never know these days, dude. I mean, Is it Tim a doesn't know how much token? gas I don't know. to pump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good point. Uh, well, ladies and gentlemen, that's been your podcast for this week. If you are a Patreon supporter of us, hey, stay tuned for our Patreon-only post-show. If not, Think about subscribing to our channel, leaving a comment in the comments below, or going over to where podcast services are are found and giving us a fun rating over there and subscribe to our feeds over there because we do a lot of podcasts here. If you didn't know, we do one called In Review. We're working through all of the Spider-Man movies right now. And let me tell you, if you got an extra four to five hours every week, this one's worth it for you. Because one Anthony Carboni, our special guest, has joined us. And he's just just been a dear. He's just been a darling. Uh, But hey, until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.